You're listening to the Here We Read podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating diverse and inclusive books for kids and adults. I'm your host, Sharnae Gordon, your fellow reader and book lover. This episode is a live recording of an interview that took place on April 13th on the campus of DreamWorks Animation Studio in Glendale, California. I had the incredible opportunity to interview the author and executive producer of the movie, The Bad Guys, Aaron Blaby, and the director, Pierre Perfell. Thank you to Universal Pictures for making this possible. In this interview, I asked uh, the author, Aaron, how he came up with the idea for the book series. We also chatted briefly about the diverse cast of characters, forthcoming projects that they're both working on, and more. Our family love the movie The Bad Guys so much. The movie is so entertaining and engaging for all ages with a few twists and turns along the way. I love how the books and the movie include real world and relatable topics such as stereotyping and judging others based on how they look in subtle ways. Please go out and see this movie and read the books. There will be a total of 20 books in the series once Aaron Blaby finishes writing all of them. The Bad Guys is produced by DreamWorks Animation and is set to release in theaters on April 22nd in both 2D and real 3D formats. I hope you enjoy this brief interview as much as I did. Buckle up, it's gonna be a fun ride. headlines, I want to shout out the New York Public Library and their efforts to combat censorship by offering free nationwide digital access. As part of its Books for All initiative, they want people to have the right to read freely. The New York Public Library has joined forces with the Hachette Book Group Macmillan Publishers, and Scholastic to offer readers across the U.S. access to a digital collection of commonly banned books. The New York Public Library announced the effort on April 13th, stating that these digital unbanned books will be available to readers ages 13 and older now through May 31st, with no wait times and no fines. Kudos to you, New York Public Library. You can visit the New York Public Library's website for more information 
about this initiative. That's it for this week's Bookish Headlines. Hi, I'm Sharnay Gordon, founder of Here We Read, and I am here with the author as well as the director of the new film, The Bad Guys. And I'll let them go ahead and introduce themselves. Hey guys, I'm Pierre Perifel, I'm the director of the film, The Bad Guys. And I'm Aaron Blavey, creator of The Bad Guys books and the executive producer of the movie. Hello guys, I am so excited to meet you and obviously I just finished watching The Bad Guys movie, which was amazing, seriously. Like I am still just in shock of how good it was. It was really, really good. Um, so The Bad Guys originated as a scholastic New York Times bestselling uh, book series uh, from yourself, Aaron, uh, Lady, so amazing. My first question is for you, Aaron. Yes. The, book, the Bad Guys book series was a huge hit over in Australia, and now it's creating quite a buzz here in the U.S. So my question is, how did you come up with the idea for the book series? Uh, the book series was created uh, for a couple of reasons. One of them, I have uh, two little boys, and well, they're not little now, they're big, but when they were young, my youngest, who was six years old, hated reading uh, because he was constantly being given really boring books to read at school. Yeah. And I wanted to do something that he would think was cool. And not only that, I wanted to do something that he would think that uh, create a book that was as cool as, say, a video game or a movie. So I thought about, um, at the time he was into scary animals and cool cars, and I'd been thinking about doing something about prejudice, about characters who were being judged because of the way they looked. And then suddenly I thought, well, what if scary animals were being judged for the way they looked? And then I put them in a cool car and I put them in suits and the bad guys suddenly was there. Yeah. The rest is history. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this question is for you, Pierre. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, first of all, on your uh, you. your your first solo directorial debut. Uh, you made your feature director um, debuting with the Kung Fu Panda series. Not director, so, I was an animator. Animator yeah, for the, animator, for the yeah. series, yeah, sorry. I put animating the Kung Fu uh, Panda series. How did you decide to work on this project? On the bad guys? Yes, on yes. the bad guys. Um, well, it's pretty simple actually because um, I had directed a short film and uh, kind of realized that that was really cool to be a director. Um, not for the fanciness of the job, but more like for the, you know, all the different facets of the job and the, the how how you can touch everything and learn from everybody and just just really communicate stuff and just be really in touch with the, the big team and it really opened my mind. Uh, and I wanted to direct. Uh, feature you know so I just, you know kind of went to the studio and I said if they had something and there was that book that Damon Ross the producer of the film had purchased like book, book series and it was about because I didn't know it like mm. I didn't know your books by the way I just and then one day I go to his office and he's got that book on his desk and I'm like what is this and he's like yeah that's a, a series that I'm trying to develop and he had a script first read the script but then just seeing the cover of that first book your first book, anyway, incredible to me. It was such a revelation, so clear that this, the big idea was behind. It. You know, there was everything. Those, those scary animals that we all know are gangsters. You know, because they're like wearing those suits, and it was kind of a lineup of police. You know, where you should be sure. And it had a bit of a usual suspect. You had Tarantino and Bruce Brothers. You had all of this, and uh, 
So the inspiration was so clear cinematically speaking, but also in terms of story, the big idea behind it was so incredibly inspiring, you know, because you you managed to just get immediately the idea of that, those animals being like not understood and wanting to redeem themselves. And I think all that combined was just, it was a no brainer for me. So I kind of, almost immediately, I know what to do with this. And then read the first draft of the script, which was, and your book. So read the book, read the first draft of the script. They were kind of lining up in terms of stone and then starting doing a bit of a exploration on this. And, and I think and the rest is history too. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> All right. This question is for both of you. What are you most proud of about your film, The Bad Guys? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I, I've been saying this uh, all week. If, and I genuinely mean this, uh, the best way I can describe it is I hope I don't get hit by a bus this afternoon, but if I did get hit by a bus, I could go to my grave knowing that a genuinely cool film got made from something that I made up. I made up these characters, I made up this world in a book. And then these guys have taken it and turned it into something. I'm a gigantic movie fan, and mm. movies are my whole universe, really. So for something that I invented to be turned into something that I genuinely think is cool is something that I am immensely proud of. And on top of that, the fact that the books are so popular now and so many kids are reading, and the idea that this movie could potentially make even more kids pick up the books is like the coolest thing ever is the idea of having literally millions of kids going you know what I think I might read a book that's like the coolest thing, the coolest yeah. thing in the universe right. and if, yeah. you know if you actually make kids want to read thanks to your books this is I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. it's insane so yeah. that, that's, yeah. that's, that's my yeah. thing I think for me is um, the fact that we made something that was that is a bit different from what we usually see, uh, you know, in uh, Hollywood's big blockbuster animation type of films. Um, both visually, both in terms of tone, uh, in terms of, you know, storytelling style, uh, and that we managed with the studio to push it to something that we haven't seen before, or, you know, literally just opening doors to new avenues in terms of uh, how we know what we can explore in animation and right. I think Bad Guys is one of the very, very first steps towards new uh, waves of films uh, that are gonna you know again develop more uh, uh, creative and artistic outlets and, 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 and let artists like can explore further what we can do with CG animation you know? right. and I think it's it, I'm so proud of that yeah yeah, yeah. well it, you have so much to be proud of I mean it was an amazing movie thank you um, Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Scholastic and Kaepernick Publishing, the publishing companies behind Colin Kaepernick's latest children's picture book, I Color Myself Different. When the activist and athlete was five years old, his teacher asked him and his fellow classmates to draw a picture of their families. It was in that moment that Colin decided to draw himself with a brown crayon and the rest of his white adoptive family with a yellow crayon. The moment was pivotal for him and helped him to embrace his black identity. I Color Myself Different is a moving true story of identity, self-love 
and self-esteem. This book holds an extremely important message for kids. Embrace who you are. That's what makes you special. For Colin, a large inspiration for creating this book stemmed from the idea that you can't be what you can't see. Growing up with a lack of books that showed characters with whom he could identify, Colin hopes this story of self-discovery and Black joy will show even the youngest kids that it's important to be proud of who they are. Illustrated by award-winning illustrator Eric Wilkerson, this book is available wherever books are sold today. Let's see, this question is for uh, both of you again. On my platform, Here We Read, I talk about a lot about diversity and inclusion. And what I love about the movie is that it has such a diverse cast of characters. Um, how important was it for you to include a diverse cast of characters in the movie? And then how, is it, how important was it to work in uh, themes such as stereotypes and prejudice and you know, all of that? Crucial. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was it's out of the story. Out yeah. of the story. It's the DNA of those those, those books you know, that right. Aaron created, and there was no way we were gonna do without that. And, and and on top of it, we know obviously we did it through a period of time, you know, where we had we had some tumultuous moments, you know, in the history of the U.S. You know, a couple of years ago was like very you know, very difficult socially speaking. Uh, but to me, it's always been incredibly important, you know, those issues of stereotyping and not even being able to see beyond, you know, somebody who's different and, and, and immediately, you know, la labeling him as dangerous or scary or whatever. Right. And, and again, this is part of the DNA of the books and these animals represent that, you know, it can, and, and it's, not, it's not a big stretch to, you know, apply that to the ethnicity or race or whatever, you know, sure. and I think it's, it's what I'm, you know, so happy that we've managed to carry through, even though it's not hammered over the head but it's there and we know it mm -hmm. you know and then therefore having a diverse cast is just a part of all the thing you know it's right. like it's, it's incredibly important just to be to be able to be that inclusive and and have that variety of things because this is our today's society you know? and what a cast yeah. what, what a cast too <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure it's so good sure. yeah yeah and uh, let's see this question is for both of you what projects if you're allowed to share are you currently working on now or next what can, we, what, what can we expect next from you? Well, I have, uh, I have, I've been putting out three books a year for an awfully long time, and I have the Bad Guys series will be twenty episodes long. I've just written seventeen and eighteen, so I'm getting near the end of it. Yeah. I have a new series that is coming out called Cat on the Run that I'm kind of excited about, and uh, there are a number of other adaptations of my work um, in production or in development. So lots, I'm very lucky. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Pierre? On my end, just, uh, right now it's like really ramping down the whole bad guy, you know, until the release. The bad guy is, is going to be like kind of uh, taking up the majority of my time. Mm -hmm. Frankly, fingers crossed, we do another one. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the way it ended, it kind of left it kind of Totally. Open, and, and, and you really want to see these characters on screen again. Right. You, know? you do. You do. So, you do. Yeah. Uh, did we... Did you have any other comments or things that maybe we didn't cover that you would like to share? 
Oh, go watch it in theater. Yeah. Yeah. Go see this movie. <laughs> go see this movie now. It's really worth it. It's, it it's, really it's, it's, it's a fun, fun ride. And uh, uh, again, I think I think it's just like 140 minutes of your time that you won't regret. You know, it's, like, it's got everything. It's got like it's fun. It's funny, and then you have incredible, you know, an incredible cast uh, taking up on you, taking you up in this journey. You know, the characters are. are Incredibly enduring, and we have amazing action sequences, and it's like a soundtrack that's phenomenal as well. So it's really worth experiencing in a theater. Right. In a theater, and so. And one more question. This is just so for, for fun, mm-hmm. for both of you. Besides the bad guys, what was the last movie that both of you saw? Oh, what do you mean uh, in theaters? In, in theaters, or just at home on TV? Oh, I go all the time. I try to see everything that comes out. Yeah. I do. I've been three times since I've been here. And I had COVID. Uh, not, yep. not when I was at the cinema. I yep. had. I went to go to the movies, and then um, I got. I was sick for two weeks, or not sick, but I had to isolate. And then uh, I've still been to the movies. Though when I came out, what was the first thing I saw when I came out? Um, I went and saw Ambulance. I went and saw City of um, what's it called the Lost City. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I've, I've I've seen I've seen everything that's out. I mean, for me, theater was like Nicholas Pizza. Oh, I love to Chris Peter. It's such a great film. Yeah. Such a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Pierre, is it hard for you to watch a movie without like a critical eye? You know, now that if the movie's good, no. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's bad, yeah. 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 It's like you're gonna be critical really quickly. Right. I mean, when I say that, when you see like the little flaws here and there, right. you see the, you see how it's been made. You can easily just just dig in and realize how it's, it was made because we're used to it. When it's great. Don't, don't even think about it, just get taken. But, so, you know. yeah. but those are difficult, those are hard to make. Like, movies that seem that are seamless, mm-hmm. that's difficult. Yeah, well, thank you so much for your time. Welcome, <laughs> that was amazing. Thank yes. you. Now it's time for your 30 second book review. We have a dream meet 30 young indigenous people and people of color protecting the planet. When it comes to climate change and climate activism, the work of many indigenous, black, and brown activists is often overshadowed by more well-known activists and sometimes goes unnoticed. The hard truth is people of color are underrepresented in important organizations and mainstream conversations about climate change and environmental protection. In the book, We Have a Dream, it shines a light on 30 young environmental activists who are indigenous people or people of color from communities on the front line of global climate change. Each speaks to the diverse set of issues that they are fighting for, from water conservation to deforestation to indigenous rights. And each person shares their dream. A dream for climate justice, a dream for a healthy planet, a dream for a fairer world for all. From clean water activist Autumn Pelletier to climate justice activist Rebecca Sambin, 
This book shows us kids of color in the U.S. and around the world have always fiercely led the climate movement. We Have a Dream is written by environmental and campaigner for equal rights, Maya Rose Craig, also known as Bird Girl. It's recommended for ages 8 to 12 and up. A perfect read for Earth Day or any time of the year. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next time for another great episode. Now I want to hear from you. What books are you reading? What books are you excited about? What books are you looking forward to reading next? You can always email me here we read podcast at gmail.com if you care to share. If you enjoyed today's show and if you feel inclined, please be sure to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Reminder, leaving a review helps others find out about the show. Until next time, my friends, keep reading. Thank you for listening to the Here We Read podcast. Music by Emily Arrow and DCQ Beats. Produced by me, Sharnae Gordon, with Switch and Board. Editing by Switch and Board. Switch and Board.